I'm Rick Shapiro of the Lucky Louie television program. We all had a lot of fun tonight, but at the heart of this show is a serious issue. When considering sexual partners, don't overlook the elderly. <laughs> They're fun. <laughs> They're appreciative. <laughs> and hey, you don't have to worry about birth control. The elderly, they're not dead yet. I like the house to cold. I like to keep it hot. I don't care much for cooking. I like to eat a lot. Scares me when she's driving. And that always causes a fight. All those things you do You're a big fat gentile And you're a dirty Jew <laughs> Sometimes you are wrong Sometimes you're not right I like to eat puss in the morning And I suck dick at night Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Perfect Ten Podcast And now your hosts, Rocky May and Lana Turner Hi, I'm Ralphie May. And I'm Lana Turner. And we are the Perfect 10 Podcast. Thanks for tuning in again. Downloading, rate and subscribe as always. Come on. Uh, let's have five stars only or keep your fucking opinions to yourself. You know, don't be a dick. Right, baby? That's right. <laughs> we want to hear good. Th- and you know what? That's not true. I like to hear bad things too because I think if people hate enough, like really hate and yeah. they're really pissed off, I find that almost as flattering or more so sometimes. Because okay. it's, like, it's like you cared enough to waste your life <laughs> hating on something that I did. That's awesome. Like I, and All if somebody right. can hate with that much emotion, yeah, maybe there's just as much equal love, I think. So. Well, then uh, with that in mind, uh, fuck you guys. Okay. <laughs> yeah, fuck no, you. It does kind of crush at first, but then when you rationalize it out, you're like, okay, if you can hate, then you can, there's somebody, I actually think if you're like that obsessed to hate something and listen to it in yeah. its entirety, that's hysterical. <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck you again. Right? Yeah. Keep listening to the end and I'll give a nice uh, fuck you at the end too. I don't think anybody's hating though. I think everyone's Well, loving. you know, I don't know what they'd have to hate about. I mean, just great, hilarious interviews, one-on-one conversations with the husband and wife and that are both comics. Cold opens with, with the brilliant Rick Shapiro. I know. God damn it. When Rick Shapiro and uh, is by himself, he's hysterical. And then you add, you know, Louis C.K. Uh, that was the it was a PSA at the end of the Lucky Louis show, the short-lived but great comedy on uh, HBO. I agree with the sentiment. Yeah, right? Fuck the old. Right. What do you got to lose? Yeah, I mean, see if you can break a hip. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? And they, they got Viagra. We'll sling dick. Well, know? at the end of it all, you might just get some homemade cookies. Hey, that's that's about as good as it gets. I feel bad because there's not a lot of old men out there for uh, young women to fuck, but... We Lots got we women. got the pick of the treasure trove. You over might here. you might get a nice roasted chicken for Are dinner you after you're done. I fucked her so hard I got a scarf, hand knitted. <laughs> you might inherit an apartment. 
<laughs> yeah, hey, there you go for you people in and, and, uh, and big cities. You know, fuck the elderly. You might hey, get an apartment. It worked for Anna Nicole. No shit, man. But she never got the money, you know? She had to fuck that old guy at least a couple of times, and she never got the money. Uh, wah, wah, wah. Well, she did her service. Yeah, she did her service, you know? I'm surprised she didn't kill him with a heart attack, putting the big old fucking monster titties on his ass. <laughs> Uh, or the or him killing himself from the fucking horrible conversations that they oh, have to have had. He had to be laughing oh. his ass off that entire time. So one time. time at Walmart, you know, every, how many stories do you think she had started off that way? One time at Walmart, I like the Walmarts. You like the Walmarts? That's that's white trash on how to say Walmart. <laughs> um, you know, we, we've uh, we've met a lot of friends through this, and uh, we've gotten to talk to uh, a lot of people. That, I mean, through the podcast. Through the podcast. Yeah, yeah, you get to talk okay. to people that, you know, because you're often in town with people at the same time, but you're, your paths aren't crossing. But yeah. when you get an opportunity, when you have a show like this, it's great because we get to see everyone, right? Yeah, and we get to do interviews with people that we admire but have never really gotten to speak with and, and hang out and be close to. And it's it's... I, I love it. Uh, that's that's my favorite part of the podcast. The friends we've met, you know, Tabitha Stevens, Ron Jeremy, to even you know guys in comedy that I looked up to, but I never I never knew much right. about. No, it's really know? been great that way. And um, this week uh, we got to do uh, a great interview with um, the wonderful comedian that you heard at the top, uh, comedian actor, uh, former model, former gigolo, uh, <laughs> Mr. Rick Shapiro. Um, and this interview with Rick Shapiro was uh, just a mind-blowing one. Uh, we broke it up into uh, two parts, and uh, I think you're really, really going to love this. Can't fit it all into one. It's he, it's amazing. It's amazing, yeah. It's uh, it'll blow your mind. Hey, here's me and Rick Shapiro. You've been a, a stand-up comic for how long now? Uh, I say since I was born. That's when I really got funnier, when I finally said uh, since I was born. Because yeah, right. I don't feel like there's any age on me. Or, and one guy's two years is another guy's ten years. Yeah, depending Plus on what Plus I'm embarrassed at how long I've been doing it. Yeah, I, I've been really done this is my 25th year. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, man, I'm so much better now, but I wish I'd known now. The stuff I knew now, then, holy shit. Who knows what you could have done with it, you know? Yeah, but I wish I didn't forget what I was doing then. Yeah, like, right? Like, I bring back some old, <laughs> some day three stuff. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like, like I used to, I, I never really wrote jokes, so I would, like, quote the back of a book. I would I I imitate, uh, do something stupid, like imitate a goddamn frog at an open mic, <laughs> and then I would yell a startling juxtaposition, uh, of truth and lies and they would go he's a genius but I read it from the back of a book or I, or I, or I would yell, just yell out I, I, will, I will turn into the worst substitute teacher you people ever fucking had and then talk about something on stage so like, like so the, the, there was a time when I was had all these good bits and, I, and then I remembered one day I went like what about those quick one liners and the yeah right yeah the, when it was just fresh imagination I know, man. 
Now you have you're you're very interesting. Fresh Imagination is a new store next to Trader Joe's. Okay, is this another off the back of a, bo- a book? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but it started that way for someone, I'm sure. <laughs> Hilarious. Now I want to talk about uh, uh, the old hair on stories. Okay, like where would you score? What would you? What was your? What was your? Angle where you're shooting, snorting, smoking. Okay, I want to hear the fun stuff. You know, I'm a I'm a old school comic. Drug stories make me laugh. Okay, yeah. drug stories make me laugh. Uh, crazy shit like that, you know, makes me laugh. Uh, I think that's that is. Yeah. Uh, you know, let's bring it quick back. You yeah. know, let's flash back to those. You know, I mean, where you're nodding off on somebody's couch for three days, and then you wake up and go, "Hey, I don't even know anybody here." Yeah, yeah but they're close. And the fit, guy, so like, and, and you leave the house, and you read in the paper that night, the guy's who, his house you were staying at was just stabbed to death. Oh wow! Hey, yeah, that, that happened one night. Really? Yeah, I, I was smoking. A, I used to smoke it. Okay. Everybody, nobody ever believes me, especially club owners. They go, "No, you shot it. No, you shot it. No, I, I smoked it. No, you shot it. And you were here last night, and you got into a fight." I said, "I haven't been here in two weeks at the improv." Yeah. She, 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 she thought I was in a fight the 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 the, the night before. I'm getting excited because I haven't talked about drugs and so this is all along. All I can do is one-liners out here. Like, like I said, ADD, my, my mind's more intense. Uh, most people are like, I have to do those d- 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 dishes, read that book, watch that TV show, read that book, watch that TV. Mine's more intense. Mine's like, oh, a sparrow heroin. So that's yeah, the only right. way I talk about it out here. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, uh, I got lucky. I, 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 I was, it's funny to say I got l- 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 lucky the way I was doing drugs. But um, it's also weird to talk about, it's complex. Uh, and I'm a little more closer to how I feel about what I did, I guess. But I miss it all the time, and I and I look at what's around these all the clean cut shit and the shiny ass bullshit. And I just want to. My ex girlfriend, an old girlfriend, I lives in an abandoned bus, and she called me, and it sounds like paradise. Like I want to live in an abandoned <laughs> bus. I don't want responsibility. Not that I have much. Tracy carries me around the apartment, has me point to things. But but but, but um, but I used to smoke it, and I had a line. Well, I was staying over a girl's house, and smoking and smoking, and she goes, "I go, what's that? Some goddess spiritual picture." And she goes, that's my spirit mother. And she's snorting heroin, I'm smoking it. And I go, that's your spirit guide mother, like your guide? She goes, yeah. I go, fuck you. And I go, watch this, fuck you. And the picture fell off the, 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 the wall. And she goes, you better get out of here. Something bad's going to happen. And that <laughs> day, the guy who owned the apartment got stabbed to death. But, but that's not one of the interesting stories. Really? No. Okay. There's... Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I my sister was going out with a a drug dealer. They were garment center guys. They owned a business. Oh yeah. And they would move their business and change the name every day, every month, or every every few months, or every day, whenever, whatever, because the feds were after us. And and I mean, there's quick f- 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 flashes. So I'm just gonna go all, all, all over, like running down the street with a briefcase full of pure Peruvian 
uh, and going to my new Upper East Side friends' houses when I was a Lower East Side guy, and they thought I was rich because I had a Rolls that the guys l l l let me drive. The Jewish Mafia, they called themselves that. A couple of Italians. 600-pound Colombians, where if you moved into their apartment, if you walked by them and you touched them, you would, like, die. You, you couldn't... Their, their wives were there me me measuring all the he heroin, and I had to... My job was to keep the drug dealers that I was working with heads up because they were too stoned to deal with it. So I had to either <laughs> tap them on the shoulder or put their chin, chin, chin up. When we would go out to eat at these expensive places, I'd have to get up and move around and lift the guy's chin out of his soup. And I, that was my job, <laughs> among uh, other things. Like, my sister was going out with a, with a, a, a big... Uh, they used to deal to, to, to the Stones and... Gelsey Kirkland, who was a prima ballerina, I used to have to carry her to her rehearsals at like like Lincoln Center, and she would be screaming. She'd be on heroin, screaming in the car. I, I hate ballet. It's killing me. It's hell. And she, you don't understand. And she'd start pounding on my chest like I hate it. I hate it. It's hell. It's hell. And she couldn't walk. I had to drag her up the steps, <laughs> and she'd come out in her ballerina outfit and fly like a swan. She was beautiful. Yeah, but 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 the minute she was off, it's like the illness that that, that I went through. I I could perform, I could step up, I could be at the plate. But when I wasn't at the plate, I was out. Yeah. But uh, it was sad because a lot of people I knew like her OD'd, and uh, and to see all the drug dealers crowded around her, there were nights I cried. But. Uh, my sister, the funny thing was, long story short, I was working as a busboy for $9. I could live on $9 a week, and it was in a basement, like a hole in a brick wall and a sink under the restaurant. And I would bump into my sister and this dr drug de dealing guy who had charisma. Like, the great thing about those guys is they all had charisma. They looked you right in the eye. You knew the, the, the rules. You fuck up, you die. It wasn't like out here where everything's mixed up and twisted and right. lies. And, 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 um. By the way, there's a lot of those guys out here too, though. Yeah. Just usually they're Mexicans. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like I go to this gym and I box and they're all Mexicans and they, they're great. They're the only guys out here that look at you right in the eye. Yeah. Like men. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly like, right. Like men. Here, out here, most men are just like men. Exactly, exactly. They, they only go as far as their idea of a man, not, not who they really fucking are. And um, uh, so this guy would say, why don't you come out to eat with us at the Four Seasons? And I'd be like, I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I, I was taking an acting class. I just wanted an honest life because I was involved in stuff before, before that. And... Uh, and I would go home and stay at my sister's house, and I would read the paper, and she would fall asleep, and me and him would read the paper and talk, and he would just, we both fall asleep on this big cubicle couch, like not together, you know, and he'd fall asleep, and, and he did it for about a week, and he said, how come I, you're the only guy I can trust? I can tell you, I said, because I don't want anything from you, and he'd offer me $300 to take this home, I don't want it, I don't want it. And then one night he came and he said, 
I need you to do me a favor. I need you to hold this, like, 68 grams of heroin in a pillowcase and just keep it here until I get back from this trip. There's nobody I can trust. I said, sure. So, and and one one night he said to me, he goes, everybody's corruptible. I said, not not me. And next thing I know, I'm snorting it. He runs into the house one night, puts it under my girlfriend's nose and my nose, and I'm off to the races. Like they say in AA, I was off to the races. And, um, and... I'm carrying 68 grams of heroin through the airport in Arizona. With a, I became his courier, and but I was white, and back then white was just white. Yeah, like right. Nobody suspected white guys of a thing, so they yeah. saw. I, I, I was like, "Who's going to catch me?" Yeah. So it was right. On, it was in the pillowcase. You zip open the suitcase, you would see the, the and they ne- 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 never asked. And then I had a girlfriend who was, she was like 14 out in Michigan, and then I turned her brother onto it who was like 11 and turned her on to, to it. And next thing I know, she's crying about what a sinner I am, you know, in her words. And I was on the dock having flashbacks of my father on the dock of her boat and snorting. But, but, there, but there were times you'd walk in like... The funny part, I don't, I don't remember a lot of this. The heroin would be like, I'd be smoking a, a bowl of it, and my girlfriend, or, or a girl I was on a date with, would be waiting in the next room while the Colombians, the hairstylist, you know, the, the number one hairstylist, because he was our connection to sell at the shop, the Jewish guys in the fur coats, we were all sitting on, on, on their bed, this giant bed, saying how we love each other like br- 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 brothers. And the girlfriend, who was 16 in a Catholic school u- uniform, was in the ne- ne- next room waiting for me to go out on a date with her. Like, I, I would play off like I was just sweetheart. How old were you? I was about 18. Oh, okay. Because I was fixing to say, this got real creepy real fucking fast, okay? Yeah. No, I just wanted to know how old she was. Well, so no. this is when you were really, this was when you were a kid. Well, yeah, it was, it was comedy. Yeah, well, I, I didn't find out I was a comedian until I gave up drugs. I didn't know what I was doing. How long How long have you been uh, clean and sober? Uh, I, I've been sober like 25 years without a drink around. Uh, I got mad at AA one year and said, I forget my date. So it was like 25 years. But I had weird incidents with uh, psych wards and depression. and. Yeah, I've been there, brother. Yeah. Yeah. yeah nobody there. talks about that. Nobody does. There's a lot of shame associated with it, but that's other people's shit. I don't have any. I went through an episode last, week, uh, last month, and um, I was at a psych ward for three days, 72-hour hold. And um, yeah. and it was it was fucking crazy in there, and and it was funny because there was guys that, I mean these guys one of the guys that I hung out with most of them, were no crazier than any of the comedians I've ever hung out with, and it's like oh okay, I know yeah. all these guys you know it's like I've known these guys, I had a guy in there and said yeah you can grab anybody's ass or titties or pussy or anything because they just think you're crazy they don't give a shit. I wish right? I knew that. 
Yeah, right. But that's what that's what they told me. I didn't do it either, but you know, I just thought it was a weird thing, you know. But nobody yeah. talks about this shit. But I've had depression, PTSD, uh, all diagnosed, yeah. and um, I'm on medicine like that too, man. But I don't fucking find any shame in it. You're not gonna hear me ridiculing it. Yeah, how'd you like? Like for years, I went through comedy with the label of cr- 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 crazy and I, and I would people would be like I hear you're crazy I know you're crazy I know you're crazy and I and then after about a half an hour with me they'd be like you know you're like one of the most normal guys I know like yeah I'd be like yeah I just been through a lot man like at the psych ward it's great like there was a guy walking into a wall back and forth and I just stared at him and I stood next to, to him and he looked over at me he goes are you waiting for CNN too and, and I just thought that was cool. That was an absurd yeah, world. Yeah, no shit, man. I, I understand it. A woman said, don't talk to me. I'm schizophrenic and w- walk by. And I said, that'd be great if people could. Like, I asked audiences, does anybody here have anxiety attacks? Yeah. And, I, and so sometimes one or two people or, the, or no, no one raised their hand, but there was a night everybody raised their hand. I said, now can we all start talking about it? Instead of saying, you're chilling, just go up to me on the street and go, oh, man, I can't, I can't, I can't. And then have somebody yeah. else come up. I, I couldn't overhear your, help overhearing your conversation. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. You, you know? Exactly, man. You, uh, you just got, are you, you're raising money, okay? You, yeah. you have uh, T-shirts, okay? And what do they say? Well, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm just starting to admit to myself that I got this stupid... Fake Parkinson's. It's not fake. I gotta call it that. I call it Perky Stones or Flippity Flop. <laughs> yeah, right. Pancake, pan. But I, I, it's real. Uh, so, t-shirts that say, "I'm not shaking because I'm nervous. I'm shaking because shaky's a new cool." And it's a <laughs> has a date that I was diagnosed with Parkinson's, but they said it was environmental Parkinson's, not the old lady kind where. You're, you're holding a Benson right. and Hedges, drinking a scotch, worried about your son, Scotty. I hope he does okay in rehab. <laughs> yeah, right. And, um, and um, I, they said I had environmental Parkinson's, which means they said, you know, a lot of concussions, a lot of car accidents and street fights. I said, oh, you mean heroin. So you, as you can see, I've come up with savers and jokes. Well, you know, that, that's all true, though, man. You know, there's a lot of people that... Um, I know a buddy of mine uh, that... Uh, I'm not going to say his name, but he had a, a long uh, dance with heroin and, um, uh, and everything that comes along with that. Got his life straight, uh, straight and narrow yeah. for a year and a half, two years, clean and sober, and he starts getting these little tremors, these shakes... And he thought it was just coming off the heroin, and it turns out he had Parkinson's. Really? Same thing, yeah. Really? He got the really? shit kicked out of him. You know, you're fucked up. You don't know. You're on that stuff all the time. It eats holes in your brain. All right? But the damage you're doing from, from getting hit and, uh, and being yeah. out in the elements and stuff like that, it's bad, man. But uh, I want to tell you one story about her- heroin. Or, Please. Or as you call it, which I wish I called the heroines. Heron. Heron. Uh, well, I also wrote a little poem about it. I wrote it. I can't remember the whole thing, but it was like, I called the sweetest taste in smoke that ever coiled around your soul. Your eyes pop out, your dick drops off, and all your questions answered and problems solved until it's over and you just begin again. That was about s- s- smoking it.
Wow, what'd you think of that, huh? That's amazing, Ralph. He's so interesting. He's such a dynamic, and I mean, what a life. I mean, I can't believe the stuff that he did and got away with and I know, sort of man. didn't get away and with in some ways. Yeah, and you know, when you do heroin, you might not, you might escape the law, but you never escape the drug. You know, that demon's got a hold of you. It's not even the law that's the problem. I mean, yeah, you, you know, and heroin comes in in legal forms too so I mean, it doesn't even matter that that it's man wh- would you ever even try it like is try that, heroin no, no way right no, because, because it, i've heard from guys that it's so good as good as high as most people get from weed or from uh the uh the pain meds or or um booze or whatever it is that heroin is 30 to 40 times better. Oh, I would just love it so much. I, I, I know that I would. I don't think you would. I don't think that's your drug. I think, I think uh, uh, well, maybe with a little bit of cocaine. Cocaine would definitely be yeah, my drug. Yeah, cocaine's your drug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but, I mean, I would, I, I would definitely wouldn't go anywhere near either of it because you just, man. It'll kill you. Yeah. I It'll would, kill you. The first time it could kill you. Yeah. You know, there's no, there's no experimental. You know, there really isn't. There's really no experimental. But, I mean, Rick's, you know, he started off little. You know, they, they gave him a pillowcase full of drugs, okay, to hold, uh-huh. right? And then, I mean, he uh, was doing that. He, <laughs> can you imagine your job is uh, uh, making sure drug dealers don't fall into their soup and getting them skanks and getting them hooked up on drugs? And so these guys, these fat old Jew mobsters can bang them at their leisure, you know, I mean, it's just, that's his job, okay? He's rounding up pussy. I mean, he's selling drugs. He's promoting drugs in the clubs and stuff like that. And everybody thought he shot it up, but he didn't. He just smoked it. But still, though, I mean, it's not as bad. It's not as fast. But, wow, it's still just a hell of a ride, man. I mean, that's a crazy, crazy thing that he did. Yeah, he's amazing. He's, he's lucky to be on this side of it. You right, know, to yeah, be honest to be alive. Most people don't get out of there. They just die. And now he's been clean for years and years, and it's just really impressive, man. I mean, just what he's gone through. But the the story is just, I mean, and to have all this experience on stage as a comedian, it's like, wow. I mean, you know, doing jokes and heroin at the same time, and it's all a hustle. Hustling, okay, you know, pimping yourself out to pay for your habit. You know, that's a fucking hell of a story, man. I mean, that's that story you can't just tell in one segment. So definitely not, definitely not. So I know you guys are going to look forward to that next week, but um, this week and, uh, ne- and also next week there's a little extra special bonus because you do a little project with him. Oh so yeah, so you guys have to come back and hear the yeah. rest of that interview. It's it's yeah, really we, sweet. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about arts and crafts. That was, I mean, the whole conversation is just so heavy and deep, and we're doing arts and crafts while it's going on. It was so funny. Yeah. It was just like hanging out in rehab, talking to those other guys who were in there for drugs and stuff. It was like crazy conversations, man. Uh, I, Rick Shapiro is one of the, my all-time uh, most interesting people I've ever met. And if you're not familiar with him, guys out there, go to YouTube, uh, download a Rick Shapiro comedy, and uh, just laugh and be amazed. He's one of the better ones you'll ever see. Just phenomenal comic. Speaking of better ones you'll ever see, where are you going to be this week? Oh, my goodness. I'm in Lexington, Kentucky. 
okay, uh, over there uh, at the Comedy Off-Broadway on uh, uh, Monday and Tuesday night. And then Wednesday, I'm at the Funny Bone in Newport, Kentucky, which is just across the river from Cincinnati. So all you maniacs, let's go. Get it together. Come out. This whole month, I'm in Ohio. I'm in Michigan. I'm in Canada. Canadian fans, listen up. And uh, we also got, we just got some gigs that are going to happen in November. We're going back to Guam. Hopefully, uh, won't get detained this time. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, uh, no, I won't. I won't. Okay. I promise. Right. Okay, I won't. Okay, I'm getting a whole new bag. Yeah. Okay, you're, you're, I'm not even taking you know, You'll uh, just Whitney. have to land and go to the store. You're not, yeah. you're not bringing anything yeah, with you to Guam. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> there might be a I'm not seed. bringing any clothes. Oh, um, my God. There might be like some seed buried deep somewhere yeah, inside Yeah, I'm getting a new bag. I'm yeah, getting a new bag. you can't have anything. I'm getting a new bag and I'm checking my belly we button. We need to have somebody from the FBI okay. come over and pack your bag for you I know, before you leave I the know, house. I know, I get it certified. Oh my God, I'm horrible. Uh, we've got, uh, we're going back to Guam. If, wait, but people might not know. Ralphie got busted in Guam. They know. No, they, people might not know with weed, oh like a ton God. of weed. He got busted by the dog. You can look it up. There's a video. Uh, of, of, and it was so stupid, y'all. I went 60-something feet out of my way to pet the dog. Oh. And then I and called no, no. another dog over. They, they ask you, like, there's, you come on the escalator and the oh. dogs are waiting about 50, God. 60 feet away from the bathroom. So you can basically go to the bathroom, dump anything you have I on know. you. They I ask, didn't know I they had They want it you to dump your stuff. I know. And, and, the, and, the, and then he, we were detained in Guam forever. We flew oh, for 16 God. hours and then we had another two hours at the airport and they finally sent me off yeah. with the kids but nothing, not a diaper, nothing. And I got to the hotel and got the, got the kids into bed and Ralphie showed up a few hours later. He walked in the room and he said, I don't even know what you said to me but I said something back and you walked out of the room and got your own, your own, yeah. your own room. I was yeah, like, I couldn't take after the humiliation of, <laughs> of being... I was like, don't even uh, come in here. I know, I know. You, I don't even want to talk to you and I go, you know what? I feel that. I'm going to just <laughs> walk out and leave. Uh, but you can see it on online. Just go to YouTube and Google. Um, uh, 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 go to YouTube and just search uh, Smoke Stories, Ralphie May, and it'll all come up. It's hilarious. Okay, the act-outs are great. We also have uh, the giveaway on uh, for the last weekend of uh, for the Las Vegas giveaway uh, of November. Uh, we're going to be back at the South Point. I want everybody to uh, – all you have to do is – Download, subscribe, rate, and then go on Twitter and pump us up. Tell people about the special—I mean, about the uh, about the episodes of the Perfect Ten podcast. And uh, I know it's boring, but I just got to get up there. It's a free <laughs> trip, goddammit. it! It's a free trip. I'm sorry. Go along. That's go. okay. Well, I was just going to say on Tuesday I'll be at Ontario again with Stoner Rob. Okay, so wow, uh, that's how you do it, huh? Yeah. Go short and concise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm a fucking idiot. Let's go. Let's do this. You okay. guys, we always have bands. Hey, this week we've got great music from a name that's almost impronounceable. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Adrian, Adrian Kurgowski. Search the moonlight for stars. Run a convey to find a peace home. Count the years in your space. All over town, it's closed shop, gone or remain. The concrete and plates, or new sound, new stage. No blood, no sweat on the voting page. Ask me once like this, no sense in dying tonight. 
Be the things that you lost in the fire get the idea. Subscribe. Visit our page on iTunes. Leave us plenty of comments and a high rating. Check out our website at perfect10pod.com. We'll see you next week. Suckers. <laughs>